and welcome to another episode of Careering, where we interview fearless females about what makes them tick both in business and in life. I'm your host, Lori Halter, and I can't wait to have you here today's episode. Let's jump right in. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone listening to Careering. Today, I have the distinct pleasure of having Jessie Niaspolo on with me. She's the Senior Strategy Lead for Auto from Google and also is part of an I Am Remarkable movement that's taking over. I was in one of her workshops um, a couple weeks ago with Wocan and was just so blown away. So, Jessie, thank you so much for joining us. Lori, thank you so much for having me. I am completely honored and humbled to be here. So thank well, you. Well, I have to tell you, like you are the epitome of what I started careering for. I have to tell our <laughs> listeners like a, a quick story. Jesse and I um, had scheduled it about a week or two ago. And Jesse um, had to email me and say, hey, I'm so sorry, but my kids are home. She has five kids at home. And she said, I'm so sorry. Virtual school is happening this week. They've pulled them back. So And we just had to laugh because this is very much what careering is about, which is like just rolling with the punches, right? Right. Um, Definitely something, a learned behavior over time. I would say early career would have been fretting and saying, no, I have to, I have to make this meeting. But over time, I have learned that it's okay to say no. And some priorities have to fumble each day. And that was a day that I had to say no. So that leads us to here today. Completely. I think this is so, and I think if there's a silver lining, you know, to this last year, this tumultuous year and a half now that we've had, I think it's really women, especially, and moms have realized that we cannot do it all at this. Well, you can do it all, just not all at the same time. And so I think it's brought about this kind of beautiful uh, thing with a lot of the women I know who are just like, we're doing the best we can. And that's got to be good enough right now. Exactly. Yeah. Well, before we hopped on, you and I were talking about something I really love. I want to talk about I Am Remarkable because that was so awesome for me to be a part of. But before we get into that, like I said in the intro, you have five kids and we were well, talking about four with one on the way. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Four with one on the way. That's see, you just look so awesome. I don't even re- I don't even realize you're pregnant. She's <laughs> already here. So <laughs> Well, so four with one on the way. And um, you talked a lot. You said one of your passions was uh, not wearing any masks. So like the idea of being a mom, being a career woman, here you are, you work at Google, you're creating this I am remarkable movement across the Americas. Uh, You know, you're pregnant, you've got four kids, you have a husband. So how do you make that all work? Let's talk about that. Well, first, I think I was just built to thrive in chaos, or I like to say a better way to position that is thrive in opportunities or experiences. But really, I've always been like that, always has have had my hands in, a, in many different things. But you're right, over time, I've had to learn to really prioritize ruthlessly. Yeah. It takes a village. It takes a strong husband and partner as well. I am very grateful in that department in that when we said at the beginning of our marriage and having kids, if we're both going to work, it has to be, or it has to be a 50, 50 partnership. So if I didn't have him, some, some balls would definitely drop. And I've also learned through time to, uh, enable help, right. When you need help. So that has been a, been a big thing, but yes, to your point, I, I've been in auto marketing for over 15 years, seven of them at Google, 
have been leading our dealer strategy for seven years, which I completely love. I come from parents that are self-employed. So I really love to partner with our dealerships to really see where the action happens and the actual sale happens. And then I get to lead this movement at Google um, called I Am Remarkable. I am currently the America site lead, and I've been able to work across all of the industries, so multiple verticals, and really see that this concept of being able to celebrate your accomplishments at home in the workplace is really hard for underrepresented groups, specifically women. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then outside of work, you know, going through that 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 juggle a little bit more. Um, I like to run, so that's also how I maintain my sanity. Yes. <laughs> it's an easy thing to go out and do. Um, once I had kids, I realized I couldn't attend classes anymore because the time slots weren't right meeting my schedule. So I can wake up super early and just go out and run. Um, and then I do other ministries with my uh, uh, faith and work ministry and then uh, um, some marriage ministries with my husband. But what my true passions really, really do fall into is this idea of masks, as you mentioned, or really empowering all people, but specifically women to take down the masks, really be who you are, wherever you are, um, whether that is at home and, or that is in the workplace, uh, bringing your whole authentic self, um, the good, the bad, the ugly, because I found when you're able to do that, you're able to perform in your career at a caliber that's much more higher than you would if you would not. Yeah. Uh, based on my experience of facilitating different workshops, I have found that what most women are most proud of are their personal accomplishments. Yeah. So then why do we why do we always feel afraid or that we have to bring different personas is the question to work and home? Yeah. So you know, I think yeah. this is so spot on. And I think we're at a point in time right now that this is really coming to light because what's happening is our home due to COVID. Right. And we're all I mean, I'm in my like guest bedroom right now while we're talking. Like I talked to someone last week who was in their closet. <laughs> it's like, but it's, it is, it has kind of brought together home and work. And I've worked from um, home since 2003. And I remember like literally hiding in the bathroom when my kids were toddlers with them banging on the door. And I was on a call with like Ford. I'm like, Shh, be quiet. I'm trying, you know, so I think we're really at a point where that whole bringing your authentic self for home and work those two worlds have collided this last year. And it's been really interesting to see kind of what it's brought about for the different women I, I'm working with. Yeah, um, personally on that note, I think where some of this, this actually originated was early in my career. So that's why I have even more passion. And it's just the yeah. you, point with COVID progressing has come to a more of the forefront. But early on in my career, because I tend to be a person that's con- has a lot of energy and is excited or if I'm having a bad day, you probably know that as well. But I had some early managers um, early on tell me, well, if you really want to grow in any industry, whether it was automotive or not, you really need to figure out how to tame that part of you. And that really struck a chord um, that I'm like, but this is just who I am. And I'm also a person of faith. And so when I'm thinking of that, I'm like, well, this is who, how God made me. So I want to be able to be this person, whomever I, wherever I am. And so over time, I then got managers, started taking more trainings myself (laughs) that taught me that, no, I don't want to put a basket over my light because when I do that, then I'm hiding my true self. And then you're also employer not going to get from me what yeah. you you need from a performance standpoint well and, and I, so, love that, 
at such a young age, you kind of like got that advice. Cause believe me, I didn't have gotten the same <laughs> and uh, you know, we're, we're a little, mu- I think together we're a little much, but <laughs> that's okay. And, exactly. um, but I think it's awesome that at a young age, you were like, no, this is kind of authentically who I am. This doesn't feel true to what I'm trying to accomplish for myself and for my life and for my business. Yeah. And then to coming to Google, I have to say, gave me a lot of um, opportunities to stretch and learn uh, with I Remarkable being one of those. So when I personally took this training, it's over, it's a handful of years ago now, um, it was just another asset within that toolkit of mm-hmm. how do I continue to build the self-esteem so that I can be who I am at work, at home, and and be able to prioritize both, identify, be aware of what my priorities are and the things that make me tick right. so that I can continue to bring those opportunities to the forefront in my career at Google and at home. So um yeah. And since then, it's just been amazing. So like I said, now I'm the America site lead of the program. So I'm building teams to support this initiative out in the marketplace. And we've been doing them randomly across auto. Um, across, we had we did one some with women in automotive, various partnerships like Ford. Um, Ford is actually one of our largest organizations within auto that has scaled the program. So, so it's really exciting. Well, let's, let's talk a bit about it. Cause like I said, I took it as part of a women in, of color and automotive network, um, event. And it was so just, uh, so inspiring and compelling. And so tell us a bit about, you know, what it is and, uh, and really I'm very interested in with you doing it across multiple groups. What have you really found for women? You know, are there some overall themes or trends that you've seen? So first let's talk about what is the, I am remarkable program. So as I stated, the mission is it's a global initiative that uh, strives to empower underrepresented groups, which includes women, to celebrate their accomplishments, their achievements in the workplace and beyond. Mm -hmm. So this actually originated out of our um, within Europe, so our London office from two women. So these two women, just a little bit of context and storyline. Um, they had worked in other companies where they had always struggled to have a voice at the table or, or be even confident not enough to have a voice at the table. So when they first came to Google, you know, Google prides itself with being a very forward thinking company. When they first got to Google, they realized that there was still more work to do. So at, at least Google gave them the platform to develop some sort of content or some sort yeah. of initiative to be able to um, better enable underrepresented groups um, in this forum. So um, it's a 90-minute workshop. So the 90-minute workshop is focused on um, research and data and awareness. So first it establishes, okay, what is this concept of self-promotion? What is this, what why is this so hard for people? And creating that baseline across groups of people that we're facilitating with that this is uncomfortable and common for for many. I think what I have found a lot in in facilitating these workshops is that a lot of women will think that they're the only ones with that imposter syndrome, right? That that concept, they think they're the only ones that have these feelings. And what I've seen is that it doesn't matter culture, race, et cetera. We all have this common upbringing that women are supposed to be more subdued and um, aren't supposed to celebrate our our achievements. So we then (laughs) move into data and research, which 
of course, we're Google. So we partner with big companies to really bring in the data to, to back up again and yeah. further validate that this is an issue and an opportunity for many to get in front of. Right. Um, and then we do a little practicing, which I, I won't go into because that takes away the fun of the workshop. But yes, it closed- I won't I won't talk too much about the practicing, but I will say that when we did it, there were a couple things for me that hit. One is, um, you know, you, you list out some of the items that uh, you're that you feel it make you remarkable. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it wasn't until like three quarters way down the list that I actually started talking about myself. Like the things no. that I was listing were very much based on kind of my job, my family, what a good caretaker I was, what a nurturer, you know, but it wasn't until like quite a ways down the list that I started talking about things that personally, that goes back to kind of what you were talking about with that authenticity. Like, what is it about me that's remarkable? Not yeah. what I can give to other people, but what is it about me? So that I yeah. thought was really um, interesting. And then I also think just the women on the call were so just inspiring. I mean, there was this one woman, I'm not going to use names, but she, her thing was, you know, her listed item was that she saved some moms that, that helped over a hundred family members. Cause she'd been in the yeah. army. I mean, and I just teared up during the workshop. Cause it's like these, like you're saying, these women are so amazing. And the idea that they don't give themselves credit, she had never spoken before that group about that you know, I don't yeah. like to not give ourselves credit for some of these incredible things we're doing. It's just heartbreaking. Yeah. I think too, in that we're also always trained that it's the team or we did it. Yes. And, and then again, it pushes down our contributions to those specific tasks and initiatives. Yeah. It's also funny that you bring up saying something for the first time in a group. So yeah. I I have facilitated these. So I have a million different learnings from the various audience sure. types that I've facilitated these for. But I recently had done one. Um, I, I won't say the OEM, but there was an OEM uh, core working group. Mm-hmm. And what I found going back to that mass comment was, is that people were hearing things about their coworkers that they've worked with for five, 10 years that they had never even heard about. So again, and people were just astonished when they were hearing it and so supportive. So mostly like if we're we're bottom lining the goals, it's awareness, right? That this is an opportunity, both for underrepresented groups, women, but then men. So we do have a lot of men that attend these workshops because we really want to build build allies. So it's awareness for the women that they're doing this or they're not doing this of self-promoting plus men that this is hard, um, and leaders to other leaders. Cause sometimes women in leadership roles tend to have worked through a lot of these things already. Um, so it's a good reminder to them that their teams might be struggling and then it's the encouragement. Okay. Let's not put each other down when we hear about self-promotion or hear somebody talking about their accomplishments. Let's really encourage them to do that. Yes, And then we continue to push for practicing and making sure that we're putting this into action. So it's just been amazing to see the different types of activities that come from the different audiences um, and experiences that I've had. Well, I love this. And it's a great transition. I mean, so you talk about putting it into action. A lot of the women that listen to careering are mid, um, quite a few of them are mid-career and they're moving up in their career. And so what are some of the ways they can put those in? Now, I know you have to go through the workshop and I encourage everyone go to I Am Remarkable at Google, find out more. Um, But what are some just kind of general overall ways women can make sure they step up and really speak about these accomplishments that we're kind of hiding all the time? So 
I'll give a more specific tip. I think it's really about practicing yeah. and then, and then putting it into action. So okay. for me personally, I, so we all have performance reviews and whatever career, whatever job we're in. I don't, the cycle is variant um, dependent on the company that you work in. And so for me personally, what I have found hugely valuable is to have a working doc. Of course, it's a Google doc because I work at Google. <laughs> um, it's a living, breathing document. And anytime that I think that I have done something, I like to say HR worthy or performance worthy, I yeah. quickly jump to that document and just take down a note. Um, within that, um, and so what I'll do is every so often, I will come back to that and just remind myself, oh, I'm actually making progress on things. I'm actually moving things along. Um, actually, I have to pause for a second. Okay, no problem. No problem. This is exactly uh, production elves in the back. <laughs> We're pausing yeah. for a second. Sorry, Lori, I just lost your face. That's okay, girl. Room. This is what this whole thing's about. All right, I'll just start that comment over again. Okay. It's okay. Great, Please absolutely. So what I have found super valuable um, for my own practice is keeping a living, breathing document, which I call an HR worthy or performance worthy document. We are all busy women, as you heard, bouncing from motherhood, bouncing to career, bouncing to other things that self-care that is super important. And yeah. sometimes we get into these molds where we feel like, oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm not building my career. I'm not meeting my accomplishments. So what I do is I jump into this document. Every time I think I've done something, I quickly take a note and then I, I leave it alone. And then when I get into one of those moments where I'm talking to my husband or my friends and I'm like, I just am not doing enough. I go back to that document and I see all the accomplishments that I am making. And I'm like, and I remind myself, I'm like, I am making progress. I am doing things. I'm doing great things. Um, and then what it also helps with is preparing my line items for when we get into performance reviews so that I can be ready and confident when I want to speak about my specific contributions to the team's projects um, to continue to build my career from there. I love Another, that. I love that. Yeah. And both that from is, a personal perspective, like you're saying, to remind yourself that yes. you're making progress. And then also from a business perspective, just so smart from a standpoint of make sure that, because you're right, we do forget the, the, small wins and the big, you know, especially if you're not doing that by review time, you're kind of like, oh no, okay, let me think back through the last quarter. What have I done? And so yeah. it's easy to kind of overlook those. Well, and it's just really important as you're building your career too. Another key uh, point that we make within the I Am Remarkable workshop is that if you don't stand up for what you're doing or advocate for yourself of what you've been doing, you're more than likely based on the data and research to let fall behind your peers. So it, it is so important to be able to know and then be able to practice articulating, which goes to my next point. Have a buddy, have an accountability partner. I have, I have been so lucky. I've worked, I worked with a, a woman um, in Google retail for six years, and then she ultimately has moved on. But the one thing that has not moved on is that we have a monthly connect on the calendar that we literally hold each other accountable to getting on. And of course we catch up on life. And, of course, and stuff. of course, we are women after all. <laughs> yes, exactly. But then we do go into our, our accomplishments or things that we've been doing and get advice from each other on how to better articulate it or how to reposition it. Or if we're in the midst of working through something, get that accountability so that it's almost that practice of self-advocating before you're in those really important yeah. career conversations. Well, and I love the idea of having an accountability partner too, because that keeps you honest about that type of stuff. 
Yes. Well, exactly. these have been so great. I wish I wish I could have you on for like two hours to talk about all of this, but unfortunately, <laughs> I have to wrap things up. But I so appreciate you being on with us today. And where should people, if they're interested in either facilitating or attending an I Am Remarkable workshop, go? So first, you can go to Google and just um, uh, search for uh, hashtag I Am Remarkable, and okay. we have a full website that can give deeper in, insight to how to attain or how to attend a website. Sorry, how to attend a workshop and um, various case studies of companies that have deployed the program. From an automotive perspective, I would just keep your ears and eyes open. We will have some larger events coming direct from Google Automotive's team this summer Great. with some very large partnerships. So there will be an opportunity for anyone in the auto industry to attend. So we do encourage you. I wish I could release the date in the partnership <laughs> just now, but we're almost there, but I am confident it will come through. Um, and, and those would be the two key things that I would watch out for. Excellent. I'm so excited. And Jesse, thank you so much for being on with us today. This was really helpful information. Lori, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave us a review or rating on your podcast player of choice. If you have a future female leader that you would like to hear on careering, please leave us her name and contact information at the link below. Thank you.